Hello, and thank you for joining me for a cup of coffee, or good espresso, or even a cup of tea. I do hope that you have a wonderful drink with you, and thanks so much for spending the time with me. November has entered the city. The days get shorter, it gets darker much earlier, and in Vienna we have that awful fog which will not leave the city until February or mostly March. Yes, there are the odd days with sunshine and blue skies, but I'm already missing the sun. It is a month where I would just love to leave the city, go out somewhere, live somewhere else. And I do that at least for a couple of days every month or so, when I just drive out somewhere to catch some sun. It's also a month of depression and not feeling that good. But it's also the month of November, the movement for man's health. Don't let man die too early. And while we talk about man's health today, it is something I hope my female listeners find helpful as well. As we are part of one world, one big family, and even if we focus on man's health this week in that episode, you might take something away for you or for your living with your partner which might be helpful to you. So please stay with me. Movember is all about man's health, but not exclusively. It is about thinking about some specific issues men have and they often don't talk about it. And for my female listeners out there, I think you know that men don't like to talk about certain things. Well, that's man, how men are still, how we see men, and hopefully we can change that at least a bit. The Movember movement has three focus areas. One is testicular cancer, one is prostate cancer, and one is depression. And today I'll especially focus on depression, but I will say a couple of words about testicular cancer as well. You might know that I'm a survivor of testicular cancer and I was glad to catch it early enough. I'm completely healthy and cancer-free for many years now and I do hope that it won't return. But the time of having it was more than awful. It was life-changing and it was not a time I would love, I would like anyone to need to go through. Testicular cancer hits normally very early, much earlier than we think. It hits on average between 18 and probably 38, so it hits while men are still young. Most men don't know about it and aren't aware about it, but it's so easy to detect. Just play with your balls. Just play with your nuts. It's really simple. And if there's something which feels a tiny little bit different, go see a doctor immediately. And for your partners, invite them to play with your nuts. It's just not only a lovely play of intimacy, but it also can help to detect anything really early on. And yes, even as a young man, you might actually visit your urologist regularly at least once a year. Please do that. But today is not about testicular cancer. Today is about the periods when, as men and as women, 
we do not feel well and what the others around us could actually do about it. And Movember has this wonderful model of ALEC, A-L-E-C, and I would love to go through that model with you. It allows for a good conversation, especially, but not only, with men. It allows for men to open up and to be heard. It probably eases them a bit into opening up. Men are not necessarily known for sharing their feelings or sharing their thoughts too much, unfortunately, and I think it's time to change that and we could have a long discussion why that actually is. It probably still has a lot to do with pressure of society, with how we see the role of men and how they see it themselves as being the strong providers for their families, for their friends, being the strongest in the room to protect everyone else. While I do hope that the ELEC model invites some men also to share their vulnerabilities. Actually, like so many have written in the last couple of years, especially Brené Brown, vulnerability makes us stronger. And people who share vulnerability are seen as significantly stronger by others. Only when we hide these vulnerabilities, we actually become very weak. But back to Alec. A stands for ask. And the first thing I can just ask you to do is don't just ask someone how they are. Ask them at least five times with different words how they are. How are you? What have you been doing? What made you happy? How does that influence your life? What focus do you have for that week? Do ask people with open questions. Open questions are the questions we cannot actually answer with yes or no. So it's not asking someone saying, hey, are you good anyway, aren't you? And they say, yes, certainly, yeah. But the really how are you and how, does, how would you describe that you're feeling? What do you see? What makes you happy? What are examples of what makes you happy? Also, please don't ask any leading or judgmental question. I think you're good anyway, aren't you? It's first of all, a yes and no question, but it's also kind of a leading question. Don't do that. A question should always be an invitation to share. To share more than just one sentence or a few couple of words. And then follow up with more questions and don't just jump to comments. And that's especially something I will ask the men out there. We often ask one question, hear a response and immediately comment on it. Please stay away from that. And I can remember actually doing a workshop or actually a retreat for business owners. They were all men and we had to rule for the three days that you had to ask at least three questions before you could comment. Woo, I can tell you that was really difficult for them. But it changed the depths of conversation massively. It was so beautiful to see how much deeper the conversations actually went. So when you ask somebody a question, please ask them many times the same questions, just with different words. 
Ask open questions and not closed questions. And follow up with more questions. And, and do not comment on any of the answers. The second letter in ALEC is L for listen. And listening is a rare skill we have in today's world. Listening attentively, giving somebody the full attention is something we really do. So please, first of all, put away your phones, anything which could disrupt a conversation. Make sure that you have a space where you cannot be interrupted and where you won't be interrupted. Give somebody the time and the attention they deserve when you listen. Lean in to the conversation and that's just this kind of tiny little movement we do with our bodies, with our heads, with our hands when we listen attentively. We give the other person the feeling that we're completely there for them. Sometimes it is important to embrace the silence. Some people are faster in answering questions, others are slower. Giving somebody the space and the time to think about how to answer a question is beautiful. It's a luxury in our fast-moving world. Even if they have started to answer and they have said the first couple of sentences, pause. Don't jump into the next question or definitely not a comment. Just give them the space to see if something else is coming up and you will actually be surprised how often Something really profound is coming after they already answered the question. You give them some space to think and suddenly something really deep comes. It is beautiful. And then there's the little tip when you talk actually to men. Men like to talk shoulder to shoulder. So don't sit in front of them. Sit beside them. Even better, actually, to have a good conversation with men is take them out for a walk. And that comes back to a very, very old reaction we have, which comes kind of from the Stone Ages. When we left our caves, we had to be very, very attentive to anything which was happening around us because it was dangerous and we didn't know if we would survive that excursion to hunt for our families and the people back in the cave. So whenever there's anything in front of our eyes, as man, we become defensive. We think should we fight, flight or freeze. So don't do that. It's much better to go side by side with a man that will encourage them to open up so much more. The E in Alec stays for encourage action. And I would be careful with the word action. I rather call it encourage baby steps. Big steps, big actions are often frightening, especially when we're not feeling well. Just getting out of bed is an unbelievable task for us, which sometimes when we're not feeling well seems impossible for us to do. But perhaps turning on the light or sitting up in bed is a first step helping us to see life from a different perspective. 
So baby steps are actually really strong and helpful. When we speak about encouraging action, please do not push someone. Don't force someone to do something. Take it out of what you know about that person. Take it out from the conversation you had so far. So it might be that you just encourage someone for go, to go for a small walk instead of a big holiday getting out somewhere. It might just be that you have a coffee together and share a conversation or almost a silent moment of enjoying that great coffee. Great actions are actually getting out into nature. Nature has such a lovely and strong energy for all of us. So helping somebody, taking somebody out there on a walk somewhere in nature, especially if there's sun somewhere, that is really helpful. Seeing not many, but a few friends for a glass of beer, for a dinner, for a coffee or so is very helpful. Some of us are much more into sports than probably I am and getting back into the sports routines help. So encouraging action is really encouraging baby steps, seeing where that person actually gets their energy from, taking them to nature, helping them to see just a few other people, other friends, and perhaps doing some sports. The C in the ALEC model stays for checking in. And to be honest, that is a tough one. Because it's so easy to know that someone doesn't feel well and we check in once, perhaps twice. But especially with people who are not feeling that well, the regular check-in is crucial and is something which they need. Depressive periods come in waves. Sometimes it's really bad. Sometimes they are actually absolutely okay, like nothing has happened. So just because a person says and you can see that they feel well today doesn't mean that they're feeling well tomorrow. So the regular check-in is crucial and you should do that in rather short intervals. I would suggest actually checking in every week. And I do have a lovely friend who started that sending Monday morning messages. And it's just always a funny, nice, kind message I receive on Monday mornings from her. And I love it. It means so much to me. And I thank you very much. If you're out there listening, you know who you are. You might even schedule a regular coffee night out or so with that person and make it clear saying, hey, we speak Monday evening, every Monday. There might be things in between which happen, which are out of our control. But this kind of regularity helps anybody who is battling with depression. They know that you're checking in on Monday and they might be looking forward to that, even if the Sunday is really difficult for them. So just coming back to the ELEC model, four things, ask, listen, encourage, check in, ask open-minded questions and ask follow-up questions, don't comment. Listen, listen attentively, create a space which is undisturbed and where no phones or so ring, beep or anything 
and embrace silence, but be there for them. Encourage baby steps, small steps that can mean the world to a person not feeling well. And force, check in, check in regularly, even if you think that that person is actually okay again. Check in regularly. That was an episode on November, and I do hope that all the men listening and the men you love and the men you care for are healthy and good. And for the ones who aren't, I wish you a good health and I hope that you're coming back to your strengths and to your happiness, especially pretty soon. This was another episode of Coffee and Coaching. My name is Bernhard Karras and you'll find all the details about me on my website. I'm looking forward to meeting some of you. If you're interested in working with me, just drop me a message or sign up for a free coffee meeting which we can do online or in person in Vienna. If you're one of the men out there who is going through a tougher period, sign up, come. I do offer my coaching services also in a pay-forward model, which means money isn't actually the big issue. Rather, let's have a good conversation. You'll find all the details on my webpage on bernhardcaris.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful time.